One trade expert's take on the recent U.S.-China trade deal? All hat, no cattle. Support for The Range comes from McCown Gordon Construction and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Welcome to The Range, stories about where we live and the people who live here. I'm Tom Shine. In today's show, we examine the trade deal and what it might, or might not, mean to Wichita and Kansas, and we peer into a crystal ball to take a look at Wichita's future. In the coming years, everyone will be able to talk to their own individual doctor face-to-face right from your house. But first, let's get down to business with these headlines. Groover Labs officially opened this month. The 42,000 square feet of co-working and makerspace is an effort to drive collaboration and product development in the Wichita startup community. Kurt Gridley and Tracy Hoover, hence Groover, both worked in the tech industry in Boston before returning to Kansas. They hope their downtown lab can boost the city's economy. In other startup news, the E2E Accelerator has a new name, Nextus. That's N-X-T-U-S. The mission is the same, help Wichita startups grow. In addition to a new name, Nextus announced an international competition to identify and fund a startup in either financial services, advanced manufacturing, or community health. City officials say the cost of an average fare at Wichita Eisenhower Airport was down 1% last year. That's for the third quarter. Good news for Wichita, but fares here are still about 12% higher than the U.S. average. And we have higher ticket prices than four of the five major cities in our region. Bless you, Tulsa. There's been a lot of talk about the recent U.S.-China trade agreement, but what's in it? The details matter because China is a major trade partner, not just for the U.S., but for Kansas. I asked Wichita State professor and noted U.S.-China trade expert Usha Haley to break down the agreement and what it means for our region. It's essentially a ceasefire between China and uh, the United States. It should be noted that the bulk of tariffs remain. About 65% of Chinese imports into the United States are still subject to tariffs, as are 57% of U.S. exports to China. Can you talk some about uh, what we export here, both in Wichita and Kansas, and how much of our economy depends on, on those markets? Uh, China is the third largest export market for Wichita, after Mexico and Canada. Chinese trade supports about 400,000 jobs in Kansas. The exports that have been threatened by the tariffs, Kansas exports threatened by the tariffs, approximate about 560 million. Um, The Wichita economy is taking a couple of shots here because of the 737. Anything in this deal that's going to address that? I don't think uh, you can uh, rely on this trade deal to change the future of aviation in Wichita. China has promised to buy about $77 billion worth of manufactured goods over the next two years, over and above what it did in 2017. But it hasn't specified how much and when of any of these. So without those specifications about amounts and time, uh, you really can't plan for it. It's hopeful, but not, nothing that you could really hang your hat on. This agreement, and I don't mean to be, I don't mean to douse it, is really a more hat and less cattle. But it's nice hat. <laughs> to hear more of my interview with Usha Haley, 
go to KMUW.org. We're officially one month into the future. 2020 is here, and KMUW's latest Engage ICT spoke about visions for that future at Roxy's downtown. We're going to talk about what's ahead for Wichita without mentioning any riverfront development plants or dome buildings along the river. Here to help me with that is the host of Engage ICT, Sarah Jane Crespo. Hi, Tom. We didn't talk about Century 2, didn't talk about the river, but we did talk about Spirit Arrow Systems. Right. And this is a topic of much concern right now, of course, with the Spirit layoffs this month. Um, We had Jeremy Hill from the Center for Economic Development and Business Research at Wichita State on our panel, and he talked about this sort of difficulty right now and and a sort of short-term anxiety, but that long-term, we should be optimistic about where Spirit is going to be. Because demand for commercial aviation is still great, we will still need them. It just is this short term, we're having the problems. You're not going to switch over a product line or anything in the short term. No matter what, Spirit will be in a great position for growth in the long run. That's good news. I worry, though, that the short term is going to last longer than perhaps we would like it to. Yeah, unfortunately, Jeremy didn't have the crystal ball with him that predicts how long this short term will be. We're going to pivot from business to healthcare now. One thing that I took away was that doctors will be making a very different type of house call in the future. Right. We had a Dr. Mohinder Vindial from KU School of Medicine on the panel, and he talked about telemedicine. This is the fastest growing industry in the medical industry so far. In the coming years, everyone will be able to talk to their own individual doctor face-to-face, right from your house, sitting on your bed. I can see that being a huge benefit to a lot of people, but especially people in rural communities. Right. Imagine, rather than taking that trip for something that you're not sure actually warrants a trip, you get to, um, from your home, talk to your doctor about it first. Let's uh, take a look into our own future. (laughs) What's coming up next month on Gage ICT? Yes, we will be at Roxy's downtown on February 11th, and we'll be talking about quality of life in Wichita. There have been a, a lot of developments recently, of course, with the, the riverfront master plan, the, the news coming out there, um, but a lot of other things as well to talk about um, what will be happening in quality of life in the Wichita area here this year. I know we would talk about the riverfront plan at some point. That is Sarah Jane Crespo, the host of Engage ICT. Thank you. To listen to previous Engage ICT events, go to our website, kmuw.org. And one last thing. The last time the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, I was in the fifth grade. I bet Bill Albrecht 25 cents, which was big money to a kid back then, and gave him the Chiefs, plus 13 and a half points. Kansas City, of course, beat Minnesota 23-7. I won't make the same mistake 50 years later. Go Chiefs! Thanks for joining us on The Range, where we share stories about where we live and the people who live here. The Range is produced by Stephen Basaha, Nadia Foe, and Luann Stevens. Torn Anderson composed our theme music. I'm Tom Shine, and this is KMEW NPR for Wichita.